This is Gavin Richards. Cambridge 105 Radio. Story to tell you this morning about a very special boy from Cambridge called George, who was very sadly diagnosed with a very rare form of cancer uh, last year in May 2022. Uh, and uh, he's obviously been on quite a journey since then, as have his family. Uh, and uh, all being well, his uh, father, David, joins us live on the line this morning. Good morning, David. Yeah, good morning, Gavin. Thanks for having me. Well, it's uh, sort of very sad circumstances to be talking to you in, but I've read a, a lot of words about George this week, and he, he, he sounds like an absolutely wonderful boy. Yeah, I mean, you summed it up perfectly. He's he's a superstar. Um, I think at the start of this journey, um, I, I've, I've been aware of other children's stories, and I think parents often um, say their, their children is special, and, of course, every child to their parents is. But George... Um, from a young age, found words to compete with me and his mummy, Lisa, and uh, a love of learning, which just has just blown us away. And, the, you know, the strength through his journey has uh, just been simply incredible. So perhaps just give us a, a little summary about some of the, the, the challenges that he's faced in the last 18 months or so. Yes, of course. Um, so I think I think it's important to highlight um, when we initially started this journey back in May 22. Um, George was a a perfectly healthy little three year old. He um, the the. The tumour that we very soon found out to be a tumour called rhabdomyosarcoma was um, appeared as if overnight. Um, I would drive him to nursery each morning and my first instinct was to talk to his nursery and ask if he'd had a bump or something the day before and nothing um, no, nothing like that obviously um, we over the f a few days after that we kept an eye on this um, this lump and um, found that when uh, we went and spoke to medical professionals it, initially it was assumed that it was something like a cyst um, but as as infection markers increased such as temperature and um, just not quite being himself we we, we, we continued to um, speak to medical professionals and uh, yeah very quickly um, got caught up in this whirlwind of uh, a cancer diagnosis and um, obviously the, the treatment um, started there. It's such a sad story. And he, he must have just had to be enormously brave, as indeed of all of you as a family in, in the last year. Absolutely. I mean, bravery, resilience, um, crikey, yeah, I mean, I, I, could, I could go on. He it, it has been amazing. I, I think the, the thing is with children, they don't know to be unwell. And I've noticed this with George and other children I've met in the different hospitals that we've we've been in. And he, he wakes up every morning expecting to be well. You know, he he lives every day. Um, we always say dancing through his treatment, dancing through life. He um, whenever a new treatment was put in front of him or a medical procedure, um, naturally worry, upset, but within hours sometimes um he would be back being our george um whether it be the initial hickman line that was installed where he had his treatment her cancer treatment through um the the aggressive surgery um facial surgery to try and remove the tumor which resulted in trismus the um the the the, the tracheostomy that had to be put in um i must say actually i you probably can tell already i'm i'm a talker his mum's a talker george has been a, i've been able to hold a conversation with george since the age of two and actually the very same day he had the tracheostomy um installed if that's the right word he found his voice 
And before we knew it, he was able to take cope with daily tape changes on his trackie um, incredibly well with great strength and resilience. And um, later, the proton beam surgery where he had we were we were down in London at UCLH for that, and he would have daily um, uh, general anaesthetics. And yeah, just would in the morning be taken down to the proton beam and then in the afternoon we'd be out in London um, giving him as many pot memory, happy memories as possible. And you say that uh, that George has, has inherited his voice from you, but uh, yeah. I, I guess as adults we, we can also learn a huge amount from the way children tackle adversity in such an inspiring way often. I mean, presumably, I, I imagine you've, you've learnt a lot from George as a family and as an adult yourself. I absolutely have, yeah. I mean, I if I could bottle his resilience and sell it, I think I could retire tomorrow. Um, to, to, to be able to live in the moment like he does, not thinking about the pain he may experience tomorrow or the, the, the surgery he may have received yesterday. He, he's able to focus on exactly what he wants in that moment, whether it be building some Lego, enjoying a cartoon, listening to some music. It, um, yeah, I, I absolutely will take that with me for the rest of my life and continue to try and live in the moment as much as possible. And it's such a rare cancer he's been uh, he's been diagnosed with, isn't it? I mean, do, do you see any hope in what's happening with regard to research into treatments at, at the moment for, for other children who may be affected in the future? Yeah, absolutely. Well, when George um, initially... Uh, received his diagnosis um, they were able to do full genome sequencing on it and it was discovered that he had a particular mutation within the tumor um, called a myod1 mutation um, now little was known about that um, even a couple of years ago and it meant that they were able to ramp up i mean what was all very already a very aggressive um chemotherapy and with the proton beam, there was hope around that in that they were able to target the cells directly to avoid certain um, future issues um, that could result, result from kind of normal, if that's the right word, radiotherapy. Um, but yeah, hope, hope's an interesting one. I think, um, you know, I, I've certainly learned through this journey myself not to have false hope where it's unnecessary. But um, actually, I think being grateful for Every, or something every day has certainly helped me, my wife, and, and and probably George actually. You know, learning from him to live in the moment, being grateful for for the little things. Um, but yeah, I mean, certainly this is this is what we want to focus on going forward. Is 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 providing awareness to parents. Um, fundraising in order to be able to increase the money towards research so that kinder treatments are found for um, all cancer, all childhood cancers, but particularly rhabdomyosarcoma. You're an amazingly inspiring family. And uh, talking of the fundraising, uh, we ought to yes. bring in Simon uh, at this point, because he's, he's a former friend of yours, well, a friend now, but a, uh, <laughs> a friend you met originally when you were at school and I think lost touch with uh, for a while. And he's organising a big fundraising activity for this. Simon, can, can you hear us on the line this morning? Yes, yeah, I'm here. Yeah. Oh, that's great. It's good to good to welcome you along, Simon. So uh, you, you were at school oh, yeah. with you you were at school with David, weren't you? And weren't in touch for a while. But uh, what what inspired you yeah, to, to get back in normal, touch? Yeah, normal story. Well, obviously, just George, really. I suppose you see, obviously, on Facebook, you see people over the years, their lives progressing and stuff. And but obviously, seeing George's story through David's Facebook. Um, and just followed it like everyone else, really, and seen the, the fundraising it started to do. And, um, yeah, I think as, as a parent myself, you, you can hold a certain amount of, 
it's a very difficult thing to process ever having to imagine even going through that let alone what 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 the parents what george are going through currently um indeed yeah so just sort yeah, just, tell, yeah, tell us just about sort the... of inspired me to try and do something, really, I suppose. And, well, not just me and the team, uh, uh, eight other people that are uh, joining me as well. Yeah, so tell us about this challenge. It's next Saturday, isn't it? And it's a, a Three yep. Peaks challenge. Yeah, so, well, basically we're going to attempt to climb the three highest peaks in the UK in 24 hours, hopefully. It's quite late in the well. year, isn't it, to do this? Is, is it because the, the nights are drawing yeah, in? Is, well... is it a particular challenge? Oh, definitely. I think it's probably quite late in the in the season to be trying it. Hopefully, the weather will be kind to us, and that the sort of the lateish summer we're getting will uh, will last a little bit. But obviously, the further up north we go, probably the the colder it's going to be. And you're definitely. a bit, you're a bit um, of a, a veteran of these uh, some of these outdoor challenges, aren't you? You and your your gang doing this. Well, I certainly don't mind a bit of a, a bit of a challenge. Um, yeah, I've done a few ultra marathons and stuff, but the the people really, I mean, I, the absolute credit to the people that are coming with me. I, uh, it, I've asked them over very uh, literally two weeks ago. I think me and David first sort of had a brief chat about doing something, and um, yeah, and they've all sort of jumped on and and been amazing in coming and supporting it and being part of it really. And only there's only one other of them that actually sort of have a a direct link if you like to, to george and his family so they're all they're all just it's, it's obviously such a, an amazing story and heartbreaking at the same time but they've all all wanted to jump on board to um to come and get on and uh to yeah raise as much awareness and money as possible really so how can we support this next week what would sh- what should we be searching for on google to find your your fundraising page uh, well obviously i think as david will probably say that the we're we're only our fundraising effort is only part of the bigger the tiny part of the actual bigger just george fund really so if they they look look up just george and google that uh, that seems to be appearing now they can look through cclg as well um and look at the funds as a whole really we're, we're obviously there's been lots of people that have been amazing and, and fundraising for david and his and george and his family um so we're just a, a small part of that of the bigger just george message really and that the awareness towards george and and his uh cancer really now i wish you so really they go well just give in they could yeah go, sorry, go, search go on, up sorry. three peaks for george i wish you no, really so well they go you. on to just give him yeah i wish you really sorry we've got a bit of a delay on the line there but i wish you really well uh, with the challenge next Thank week you. simon and i hope it goes well the cclg of course is the children's cancer and leukemia group thank you for all you're doing simon uh, for, uh, for for this particular project and david it must i mean amidst all the, the great sadness in, in your family at the moment uh, there must be some kind of uh, sort of hope somewhere, I suppose, with all your friends rallying around and trying to support in this way. Absolutely. Um, you know, I, I think it's important to note that George's treatment options, you know, ha- have come to an end. And we are aware over, um, you know, over the next few uh, days and weeks that uh, we will be finding, uh, you know, it, it very challenging as, as, as George's time uh, comes to comes to an end. But... I, I certainly hope with regards to all of the people that have fundraised um, kind of echoing what Simon said there if you if one were to google just George CCLG they will find the the just George fund and CCLG children's cancer and leukemia group um, have childhood cancer awareness month every September and last September we raised around five thousand pounds for CCLG with a just George event uh, sorry with a a, a wear it gold event and then this year when we set up the just George fund in the middle of September um, we carried out a a wear it gold event at Milton Country Park um, lots 
lots of our friends and contacts came and had gold cakes and a bit of bit of music and we you know at the moment now the just george fund is sitting at over twenty thousand pounds um a, a gentleman called session Boosin who, who reached out to me did a four-hour spin at pure gym stacy crookshank of hair candy in newmarket carried out their own gold day charlotte milbank um, and her son theo in ely have raised almost three thousand pounds from walking 30 miles in 30 days um a, a friend of my wife's mark strange is is doing a half marathon in london this weekend and local local primary schools to us near islam have raised money doing their own gold events so i think it's people have grabbed hold of this and um and and hopefully will run for it forever um it certainly cclg and and also other charities the um spread a smile foundation or spread a smile charity have put so many smiles and george's and other children's faces um uh, uh the an uh, in east anglia children's hospice where we learned that george's treatment um options have now come to an end um the hospital visits have now drawn to a close and we've been had a, a wonderful relationship with east anglia children's hospice which uh, i'm sure your listeners are aware do amazing incredible work so um i think i might be doing some fundraising uh quite often now <laughs> i'm sure there are some wonderful people in, in in the background supporting you and it's a real privilege to hear your story i'm sure it must be very difficult uh, for you to come so I really do appreciate uh, your time this morning, uh, David. Uh, and I, I appreciate you giving us the opportunity to raise awareness. You know, if a, if a, if a parent out there is ever unsure or they know their child, if they, you know, don't necessarily um, take the first opinion, um, go back and ask the questions um, because it, it's, it, it, every, every second um, is precious when it comes to uh, diagnosis and treatment of children's cancer. I'm sure the whole of Cambridgeshire is putting its collective arms around your family this morning, David. And uh, my instinct was to, 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 to kind of uh, end this feature with a, a kind of, I suppose, a very sombre and reflective song. But I asked you what we should play and you, you came up with something rather different in a way. So what, what are we going to play? Uh, so it's Green Green Grass by um, George Ezra. George Radcliffe, my son, has loved George and danced ever since he could stand up on two feet. So, um, yeah, d- d- per- perfect song for George. Thank you to both you and David and Simon this morning for your time and uh, our thoughts are all with you. Thank you. Thank you.